don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before, and it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick them. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. 
and sadly the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Ladies and gentlemen, remind me again who the insurrectionists really are. Because when you look, um, if you look up insurrection and the definition of insurrection, it's exactly what every one of those self-proclaimed Democrats were calling for in each one of those videos that I just played you. Now, if President Trump is guilty of insurrection because of rhetoric that he used, not actions that he took, not actions that he took, but rhetoric he used. So if I tell somebody to go kill somebody and they go do it, I can get in trouble for that? No, that's not the way the world works. So if President Trump can get in trouble and be labeled as an insurrectionist for rhetoric he used, which wasn't even one-tenth, not actually one-one-hundredth of all of those um, video clips that you just heard, then you know what? Every single politician that you just saw, every single person on the news that you just saw is also 100% guilty of insurrection. 100% guilty of insurrection. And if you don't believe that there is a stark difference between what President Donald J. Trump said and all of those video clips that I just showed you, allow me to take you back in time to hear two different, uh, two different um, statements from President Donald Trump. Number one, while the Capitol building was experiencing protest slash riot slash fedsurrection, President Trump was still speaking. And if you remember correctly, what President Trump said from that podium was very different from the Democrat videos that you just heard. Listen to this. <clears throat> After this, we're going to walk down, and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down. Anyone you want, but I think right here, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. And we're going to cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. Because you'll never take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity Peacefully and patriotically, he said. Peacefully and patriotically. Now, does that sound a little bit different to you? Does that sound a little bit different to you than what Donald Trump or what the Democrats said in the last videos that I just showed you? In that cold open, which one sounds more like an insurrection and which one sounds more like a president? telling people to be peaceful and not do those things. Matter of fact, 
Here's another one. They said President Trump did not tell those rioters or those insurrectionists to go home. I beg to differ. This is one hour. This is one hour after it started. One hour. So President Trump had to have time to get from the White House, I mean, from the, uh, from the speech to the White House, understand what's going on, be briefed, decide what course of action he was going to take. One hour. One hour after the, uh, the, uh, the Capitol building riot, this is what happened. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraudulent election. But we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. Go home and go home in peace, President Donald Trump said to everybody one hour after the Capitol building was taken over. So you have that video where he's telling people to go home, which the Democrats, they don't want that video out there. Matter of fact, if you were to go to Google right now or YouTube and try to find either of those speeches, good luck. Good luck. YouTube has wiped away any speech of Donald Trump saying peacefully and patriotically go protest and have your voice heard. I looked and looked and looked and looked. I had to go back into libraries of footage that I saved from a long time ago to get this footage. They'll never show either one of those two videos, three videos that I just showed you. One, the mashup of all the Democrats actually calling for an insurrection, literally calling for the president to be killed. If I were to say one-tenth of what any of those Democrats said in that video, the FBI would be here before the show was over. And they also don't want the video shown where President Trump said, go home, we'll deal with this another way. They don't want that shown. And that is why nothing will come of this. They will not bar him from, um, from holding office again. They will not bar him from running for office again. He was found not, uh, he was found not guilty of the, uh, the crimes that he was impeached for in the Senate. And good luck trying to get that to go through any court. This is merely a smear campaign to keep it going through 2022 because the Democrats literally have nothing to run on. And I wanted to start that sh- the show off today with all of this so you had enough ammo in the beginning of the first 10 minutes of this show to take and show somebody. It's really hard to give somebody an hour-long video and say, hey, pay attention to this halfway through the show when he really breaks it down for you. Play the first 10 minutes of this show for anybody in the world and ask them truthfully and honestly which one sounds like an insurrection. And now I can say, ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, January 10th, year of our Lord, 2022. And you're watching Jeremy Harrell here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. I want to give shout outs to everybody watching the show on Rumble. Big shout out to Freddie. What a great little conversation that Freddie and I had this morning here. Very respectful, like two adults should. And I want to give him a big, big shout out today for actually having a decent conversation and not letting childish games come in between us like politics like to do. I'd like to say hello to Tanya. Hello. If there's any birthdays out there today, please let me know. 
Please let me know so I can give some happy birthdays. Melissa Steffi is watching. How you doing, girl? Good to see you. Becky, how you doing? Tanya from Florida. Christine from Missouri. Good to see you, dear. Thank you so much. We'll come over to get her in a minute. So hold off, guys. Michelle, how you doing? Good to see you. Deb from Illinois. Thank you so very much. Um, Rita from Indiana. Hello. How you doing, girl? Um, Trump screwed up their global plans. Exactly. You are 100% correct on that one. Uh, today is my beautiful, I don't know what that means, but how you doing, Lillard? Uh, Darlene from Michigan, hello. Uh, Pamela Davis, good to see you, Pamela, from Louisiana. Thank you for joining in today. Sandy from Minnesota, thank you as well. Uh, thank you for the $10 Rumble rant to start off Monday. Uh, you guys, these uh, I talked to uh, Rumble last week, and these Rumble rants have been such a great, great, great idea for them to grow, for them to make a little money to grow and for us to grow. But we're all in a partnership here. You guys, myself and Rumble and any money that's donated is, is you can trust that it goes for the growth of the show and the growth of this platform. So I just want to thank all of you. Those are all extra, but monthly donations are, are very much appreciated as well. Uh, Barb, how you doing from uh, BC, Canada? Boy, you guys are having a hard time up there, aren't you? Panic in D.C. and at CNN. You're right. Let's go over to Getter, guys, because over at Getter, we've got Amanda Collins watching. How you doing, Amanda? Thank you so very much. Vessel, good to see you. Suzanne, she says, I got banned on Facebook all the time, but I have a Patriot group and keep sharing the truth. Well, thank you. We'd like to see 1,000 shares every show. If we could do 1,000 shares every show, that shouldn't be hard. I mean, we have a good six to 10,000 people watching across platforms live. Should be very easy to get 1,000 shares. Vicki Vale, good to see you this morning. God bless you. Missy, Missy uh, Watkins. Missy here from Texas, dashing. Um, can't, uh, went too fast, but sorry. Uh, thank you for joining in. I appreciate that. Rosemary Winget from North Kakalaki. Uh, Chrissy Ambrosia, how you doing? Alyssa Loves USA, good to see you. Wendy R., hello from Florida. And Larry Reha, my good friend Larry Reha. We raised some money for him last week. He didn't want to accept it, but too bad it went out this morning. So accept it and spend it on what you need to, to to help things out down there, Larry. Let's get right to the verse of the day today. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend, first and foremost, guys. I hope you guys had a wonderful weekend. As you all know, a lot a lot of what I do on the weekends is is really family uh, oriented. Family, church, community oriented. I literally try to stay from news, away from news as much as I possibly can for a lot of reasons, really to just cleanse my soul every weekend and come back with a fresh spirit, ready to go for the new week. Last week was a rough week. I was on fire. My veins were popping. Almost had a stroke and a heart attack a couple times probably, <laughs> but either way, uh, it was a good weekend and I hope you guys all had one. Let's go to the verse of the day today. As uh, you know what, we always can use more Jesus in our lives. We can always use more of Jesus in our lives. And today's verse of the day was actually titled, Listen to Your Holy Spirit. Listen to that Holy Spirit every single hour of every single day, folks. Verse of the day comes from Romans 26 and 27. Excuse me, Romans 8, 26 and 27. It says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans, and he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Now, how do we know that we are praying correctly? How do we know that God is listening. How do we know that what we are saying are the right things? 
This is how. By trusting in the Holy Spirit. If you are praying to God with a pure heart, there is no wrong way to pray. What is being thought and said by you is coming directly from the Holy Spirit. And we must trust that he is interceding when and where it is needed. All you have to do is be honest, be upfront, but most importantly, be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to say what you saw somebody else say when they prayed. Be you. That is the most important thing that you can do. Be you. God made you for a reason. Oops, I said God mad you for a reason. God made you for a reason because you are special, you are his, and you are chosen and given gifts that nobody else has because we are perfectly and wonderfully made and we are made unique from him and for him. So never ever let yourself doubt what comes from within. It's an insult to what God gave you. Now I know it's hard for you newcomers It was hard for me for so long until I started doing one thing, and that was trusting the Holy Spirit. And when you can do that, it makes all the difference in the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Remember, everybody, listen to your Holy Spirit, okay? Now let's go ahead forward with the Lord's Prayer. Let's say it in unison. Let's say it with joy in our hearts. Let's say it with forgiveness, ladies and gentlemen. Forgiveness. There's people on this thread right now who probably do not like me in any way, shape, or form. But I forgive them for not liking me. It's okay. There's people on this thread that you might not like. Forgive them. Smile. Have joy in your heart. We can disagree on politics. We can argue. And we can even have heated debates. But forgive everybody and love everybody everybody. We're bringing some joy in 2022, folks. Join with me. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Again, folks, play that first 10 minutes of the show for anybody and everybody who might actually think that an insurrection really happened. You have to remember, things are being wiped out and literally filtered out of mainstream media so much that you're going to have a hard time even finding that actual speech on YouTube. Literally, you would have to go and watch somebody else talk about what he said or read the transcript. They want that completely wiped out of the internet so that nobody can find out what really happened. It's very important, very, very important that you play that first 10 minutes for everybody. Amy Renault, God bless you for the $20. Thank you so very much. Thank you so, so very much. Again, we now depend on these Rumble rants once we've seen what they can do and how fast it can move things forward. So, guys, if you find it in your heart, please do so. I want to say, before we start the show, I got some good news. Good news to start the show. And Senator Joe Manchin has now completely revoked, has taken back, has thrown away, and has wiped out his offer 
his counter offer, I should say, his proposal for what he would accept in order to sign the Build Back Better or Broke Back Biden deal uh, bill to push forward. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Manchin has said, nope, now not even am I not in talks with you about the current offer and my counter offer, but now I am pulling my counter offer and I'm not even talking to you anymore about broke back Biden. And this is good news for all of us, you guys, because if Joe Manchin is actually revoking and pulling back his counter offer to their bill, uh, broke back Biden bill, well, then he's that much closer, that much closer from being pushed over the edge and leave the Democratic Party. And if he does that, I don't care if he goes independent or if he goes over to the Republican side, because he will now be a thorn in the Democrat side for many, many, many months to come. And so will Kirsten Cinema. Let's keep holding true on Brokeback Biden and let's keep holding true on the filibuster. And I think we can minimize the damage that they're trying to do in this country. The one thing they're going to try to do more than anything, even more than keeping Trump away from the White House, is uh, federalizing the elections. They're going to do whatever they can. They're going to do whatever they can to federalize the elections, but we're not going to let them. You're not going to let them. I'm not going to let them. The LFA family's not going to let them. The, uh, the Democrats aren't going to let them for the most part in this country, and neither are Steve Bannon's war room followers or anybody else. Trumpers out there, we are not going to let them federalize this election. That will be the last straw. Of course, we will make sure that we go all eagle, uh, e- legal avenues first, all the way to the Supreme Court, as it says in the Constitution that states are the ones that have the power to do their own elections. That will not happen. That will not happen. Broke back Biden will not pass. Matter of fact, I came up with that slogan, so we might as well try to, uh, we might, might, if anybody else says that, say no. We heard that on Live from America first. <laughs> I actually said it by accident, too. Just running my mouth about him. Broke back Biden. <laughs> Start to show off with a laugh. Here we go. Who's ready to rumble? Let's do some slurping of this coffee real quick. Get amped up and get ready for the show. Let's get ready to rumble. First and foremost section, today's the day, folks. The day that legislative session begins in the great state of Arizona. There's even an opening day rally for the legislative session being held by GOP legislators called Keep Arizona Safe. Stop the radical Left. This is happening today, folks. We're st- the, these legislative sessions have started, and it's a good, good thing. Let me first show you on the screen the the uh, the flyer for the opening day rally. There it is. Opening day. Keep Arizona safe. Stop the radical left. Monday, January tenth, nine to ten thirty a.m. at Wesley Boland Plaza. So if anybody is in Arizona, if you're in this area. From 9 to 10.30 a.m., your time, go to Wesley Boland Plaza. Be part of this opening day. Keep Arizona free. Stop the radical left rally. Here we go. Arizona state legislators and candidates for the midterm races in Arizona will uh, headline a rally today outside of the Arizona Capitol to keep Arizona free from the radical left. You better share the video, folks. A thousand shares. Get her and rumble. Let's do this. Today is the beginning of the 2022 legislative session in Arizona and conservative lawmakers are ready to pass critical bills for Arizonans' civil rights. EZAZ founder Marissa Hamilton planned this rally for, quote, election integrity, medical freedom, school choice, parental rights, public safety, protecting the border, low taxes, 
small government, and all of the other issues that we are fighting to keep Arizona great, she says. Senators Sonny Borelli, Kelly Townsend, are expected to update the crowd on the Arizona Senate's full forensic audit of the Maricopa County 2020 election and Attorney General Mark Burnovich's criminal investigation into evidence of voter fraud. We're supposed to get a complete update on all of this. So I can't wait. I'm waiting on pins and needles just like all of you are because these are the beginning stages of literally decertifying the fraudulent election of November 3rd, 2020. Arizona, keep leading the way. Keep leading the way. The Maricopa County election audit discovered evidence of election law violations and 700,000 potential ballot discrepancies. The Arizona Senate delivered the full report to Attorney Mark Jen, uh, Burnovich on September 4, uh, 24th, 2021. And of course, we all know that's been kind of like pulling teeth, but it is an investigation of a massive thing that's never really been investigated in this country before. Okay, more and more evidence indicating tens of thousands of ballots were cast fraudulently in Pima County also, which we now know and has been delivered to Mark Burnovich's office last month. And let's not forget this massive scheme that was uncovered by True the Vote, Heather Mullins, who I had an hour conversation with last night. And I'll tell you a little bit about that after this story. But Heather Mullins, True the Vote. And many others who've been involved in this, who knows what we're going to uncover in Arizona when it comes to this massive ballot harvesting scheme that broke down in Georgia, okay? Let's finish the story, and then I'll tell you how that conversation with her and I went last night. Arizona wants answers. Hell, America wants answers and decertification of the fraudulent 2020 presidential election. Will this legislature finally decertify the 2020 fraudulent elections? I guess we'll have to wait and see, but I know that the uh, Republican Party in Arizona is amped up for this. They are ready. They are pumped up. And I think we are going to see decertification come in this legislative session and not later in this legislative session either. I foresee it happening within the next 30 to 45 days but we'll see how that goes. And this is only coming from, my, my opinion on this is only coming from the conversations that I've had lately with, um, with Mark Fincham, with uh, Heather Mullins, and others who are close to these election fraud, uh, fraudits, I should say. Not audits, fraudits. The conversation with Heather Mullins and I last night was really great. She is actually going to come on once every couple weeks in studio. And her and I are going to bring in guests, big name guests that are fighting these forensic audits. In all of these swing states and other states that even Trump won, we're going to have an election fraud update every two weeks with Heather Mullins in studio, and her and I are going to continue to work together as a team for Real America's Voice News to continue to uncover and let the world know actually what's going on in each one of these states since the mainstream media will not bring that to you, okay? She also told me some stuff about OAN and Newsmax that I did not know last night. For example, I won't name names, but an OAN reporter reached out to Heather Mullins here on Real America's Voice News lately, and she actually, uh, the, the, uh, the reporter on OAN actually uh, asked her if he could send her a link to a story that he's been working on and uncovered as it pertains to election fraud, and OAN will not let him run the story. Will not let him run the story, ladies and gentlemen. I thought OAN was the bomb. I thought OAN was America's new news station. 
Apparently they're not because they can't run stories there about election fraud because they're afraid of getting whatever, sued or whatever. Either way, OAN uh, higher-ups will not let this reporter run the story. And it's a pretty intense story. I'm not going to break it or talk about it now. That's not my job to do that. However, that has happened. So he reached out to her to send her all the, 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 uh, the link to the Dropbox where he's got all this stuff so we can break it on Real America's Voice News because Real America's Voice News does not hinder anything that we say. They let us run our shows the way we want to run our shows, and they let us run our investigations the way we want to run our investigations. Now, I don't work for America's Voice News, but I am a partner with them, so I am part of that family, and I got that inside scoop. Not only that, he also asked if, he, if there was any job openings for an investigative reporter at Real America's Voice News because he's concerned with where the money is coming from into the higher-ups at OAN, and that is where I will leave it right now. I will not say anything else because I don't want to jeopardize anything, but that kind of crap is going on everywhere. So Heather Mullins and I have decided that every two weeks we're going to do an in-studio. She's, she lives here in New Hampshire as well. She's going to drive up to the studio and we're going to do an election fraud update all the way through this year because this stuff is not stopping. We are not going to stop on this. We're not going to give up on this until people are held accountable. And that is a promise from me. Everybody's asking if Ben is okay. Yes, Ben is doing much better. He's actually home. So this is good. Uh, this is good news. He's home and he's breathing better. He is breathing better, okay? All right. So that's happening, in, again, in Arizona today. Make sure you stop out there if you're close. Wesley Bolin Plaza from 9 to 10.30 a.m. Now, speaking of the radical left that, they're, that we're trying to save this country from, they have now requested that Ohio Congressman OHIO in the building let me see some hands up if you're from Ohio and both threads on Getter and Rumble. Uh, big shout out to the Roku and Firestick audience as well. I know you're watching and you can't comment, but I love you. Jim Jordan, Congressman Jim Jordan from OHIO. The radical left has now uh, requested that Congressman Jim Jordan provide information about his communications with President Trump. Representative Jim Jordan responded with a letter to Chairman Representative Benny Thompson about what his intentions are moving forward with getting the January 6th Unselect Committee any of the stuff that they have requested. In the letter, I'll go ahead and read some. This request is far outside the bounds of any legitimate inquiry, violates core constitutional principles, and would serve to further erode legislative norms, Jim Jordan wrote to Benny Thompson. He continued, quote, As you well know, I have no relevant information that would assist the select committee in advancing any legitimate legislative purpose, he added. He went on to say, we understand that you had at least one and possibly, oh no, excuse me, Benny Thompson wrote, we understand that you had at least one and possibly multiple communications with President Trump on January 6th. We would like to discuss each such communication with you in detail. Jim Jordan argued that he speaks to President Trump all the time, so it is not unusual that he spoke to President Trump on January 6th, and Jordan is correct. The January 6th plant panel is totally illegitimate. It's biased. They do not have the proper amount of Republicans on there that they are supposed to have required by their very own rules, and we know it's nothing but a witch hunt, and nothing will come of this. Nothing. Nothing will come of this but them sticking their own foot in their own mouth. I can promise you that. Now, one problem for the panel is that there is no ranking member from the Republican side. Liz Cheney, 
Liz Cheney, the vice chairwoman of the panel, falsely claimed that she was a ranking member of the January 6th committee this week. Quote, Liz Cheney just falsely claimed that she is, make, uh, she is the ranking member, the top representative of the GOP caucus on the January 6th committee. In fact, she was hand-selected by punch-drunk Nancy Pelosi and is not the ranking member. Huge, huge legal implications associated with this lie. Molly Hemingway, excuse me, Molly Hemingway from The Federalist reported. Okay? And this is actually her tweet on it. If you go to MZ Hemingway on Twitter, you can see her tweet that says, Holy crap. I hate to say that, but that's what she said. Liz Cheney just falsely claimed she is the ranking member, the top representative of the GOP caucus on the January 6th committee. In fact, she was hand-selected by Nancy Pelosi and is not the ranking member. Huge, huge legal implications associated with this lie. They're already putting their own foot in their mouths, folks. But big shout-out to Congressman Jim Jordan for telling the January 6th unselect committee to shut up and go pound sand. So... Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio, you get the Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America. And big shout out to you, sir. I can't wait to actually get you on the show, which is actually coming. And by the way, folks, we got some uh, really uh, some really good interviews coming up in January including James O'Keefe from Project Veritas later this month, so I can't wait for that. Now, the left is constantly, constantly making up fake stories, making up fake subpoenas, actually making up fake stories in order to get fake subpoenas, making up false stories in order to get fake FISA warrants, and making up fake stories in order to have fake hearings and expect an answer from you or they will threaten you. So that's the thing, right? Fake this, fake that, fake this, fake that, fake it till you make it, then get whoever we can to get in front of us so that we can ask them a series of questions that are redundant, but just different enough to say, you lied to the, uh, you lied under oath in front of Congress, and now we're going to be filing perjury charges on you. This is what they do. This is no secret. This is how much of scumbags these people truly are. However, when it's them who gets confronted in reality and not behind a keyboard and not behind a microphone with a bunch of cameras sitting up there on your little, uh, your little, uh, select committee. When they actually get confronted in reality in the streets, they run like scared little cowards. They put their tail between their legs, like some, some coward little puppy. And they run away from the Rottweilers and the pit bulls, which is each and every one of you patriots. That's what they do when you confront them in the streets, folks. They run as fast as they can. Look how fast they ran on January 6th for crying out loud. Oh no. Oh no. The American people are here. Oh no. The people we screwed over are actually here to tell us that we, that we can't do that. Oh no. Let's run. Said Nancy Pelosi hiding behind doors said worthless coward Mike Pence as he's bumping elbows with Nancy Pelosi. Oh, we felt that our lives were in danger. Well, what do you think's going to happen when you screw over a free people? What do you think's going to happen when you illegitimately and illegally steal an election, which is basically a coup against a duly elected president? What do you think is going to happen to the freest world or the freest country in the world? What do you think is going to happen when the people who are known for resisting big government, who literally have revolution building in their blood, what do you think they're going to do? Oh, yeah, I did throw a dum-dum rather than a smarty. <laughs> Somebody said you threw a dum-dum for Jim Jordan rather than a smarty. My bad. My bad. I get my little candy confused here. It's immature. Um, but that's what they do, folks. 
They run as fast as they possibly can. Look at all the videos of Project Veritas. You know, when they'd expose somebody and they get in the car as fast as they can, they put their mask on so they don't got to talk. They hide their face. Remember that one lady? Hey, we're with Project Veritas. She's like, oh, oh, turn around and waddled her Charlie in a chocolate Oompa Loompa body all the way back up to her home and shut the door because she was so scared. Remember all that? Well, we got another story here, folks. We got another video of them doing exactly that, running for their lives when they are confronted with the truth. Running for their lives when they are confronted with the truth. So let's go ahead and play this new video from Project Veritas where they have Wolf Blitzer running for his little life when he's confronted with the pedophilia that's happening in CNN and how CNN has not even come clean or made a statement on the people that are actually molesting children and little boys at CNN. Who knows? Wolf Blitzer's probably in on it too. Him and Anderson Pooper and the rest of them, they're probably all in on it together. We probably, un- we have probably, we are probably on the, on, the, on the precipice of finding out how much pedophilia is happening right now in CNN. Check this out. I just have one question for you. No, I'm sorry. Is there a reason why CNN has not issued a statement about Rick Salibi? Surely, Mr. Butcher, you know who Rick Salibi is? Project Veritas has exposed Rick Salibi, Jake Jake Tapper's producer. Project Veritas exposed another creep at CNN. Yet another producer, Rick Salibi, at CNN. He's asked for nude pictures of your 15-year-old daughter. Yep, mom and daughter pics. He always says mom and daughter pics. Why hasn't CNN issued a statement? Look at him run. Trusted name and news. What's the matter? You don't want to just give me a simple statement on why. What's the matter, Wolf? Hiding on this matter. Wolf sitting there with your mask on outside, you coward, you feckless old coward loser. Producer of Jake Tapper's show, the lead. Can't even respond about children getting molested. Scumbag. Exist entirely. Hey Rick, I'm a reporter with Project Veritas. What do you have to say about your recent accusations against crimes against children? Do you still work for CNN, Rick? Hey CNN, why aren't you guys covering Rick Saleby, huh? How about that? Uh, Fairfax County Police, they seized his records. Anderson Cooper, James Lolino, Project Veritas. How come you didn't mention Rick Saleby? Oh, there goes Anderson uh, Pooper during your broadcast. Running for his life now. Rick Saleby, the pedophile for CNN. You definitely know who he is. Most trusted name in news? Rick Saleby, he worked for you guys. Jake Tapper, who's your co-host tonight? Jake Tapper, what what say you? What is the status of your employee? Last time you secretly fired Steve Brusk. That was another guy we exposed. Oh, I know, I know. But this time we have FaceTime calls. Mr. Tapper, what about Rick Saleby? Mr. Tapper, he was your producer. Anderson Cooper, <laughs> uh, Jake Tapper, we tried to get comment about uh, Rick Saleby outside the Capitol here. The biggest news story everyone knows is the Project Veritas story about Rick Saleby. As you saw, we asked the questions and of course uh, they run. You ask the questions and they run. That's exactly right. You ask the questions and they run. And here's the thing. Let me just tell you this. Let me just, let me give you a story here that you guys don't know. Okay. I'm about to give you a story that you don't know. When I was in the music business, the last stint, the last little stretch of my music career, I was in a group, not a boy band, not like NSYNC, but I was in a group. Okay. And that group was called Team Dilligaff. Okay. And where there was three of us. And we were actually having more success in the music business than I'd ever seen. Matter of fact, the last show that I ever did with these two gentlemen was in Las Vegas. 
And I can remember, this was right before finding my journey with the Lord. I can remember this vividly. I'm sitting on top of this VIP building, or this building for a VIP party. We just got done performing in Las Vegas. And I'm sitting there, and I have a bourbon in this hand, and I had a bourbon in this hand. And I'm literally just sitting there drinking, like, celebrating, right? And I'm watching everybody party. And instantly I realized, I don't want anything to do with this anymore. I just don't want anything to do with this anymore. Something told me something was wrong and I don't want to do this anymore. Now, the people that I was with, they had no idea what I was talking about. On the flight home, I told them that I didn't want to do it anymore. And they're like, why, why, why? What are you talking about? We said the best show we've ever had. We're on our way to stardom, this, that, and the other. I said, I don't know. Something doesn't sit right with me. I don't feel it anymore. I don't feel passionate about it anymore. A week later, we got home from Vegas. We had three more shows to do on that tour that were close to New England. A week later, I found out that one of the guys in the group, somebody that I had known for years, somebody that I had trusted for years, actually just, he, he had uh, his daughter and other uh, members of his family, uh, cousins and stuff, actually made allegations to the police that, that, that he was molesting them. His own daughter. Come to find out, he was actually truly molesting his own daughter and her friends. And as soon as we even heard about it, I didn't even know if it was true or not, but I knew that he, would, he was arrested and I knew that all the allegations that were coming and I said, I said, wow, whoa, 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 whoa. And I immediately went out and I made a statement to all of our fans and I said, look, I made the decision to leave this a long time ago. I made the decision to leave this group, you know, a week and a half ago. However, now finding this out, I completely condemn this, this sick, sick individual. If me or the other guy had any idea that this stuff was going on, not only would we have removed ourselves from it, but he wouldn't have been able to make it to a jail. He would have been in a hospital eating through a straw for the rest of his God-given life. That was my statement that I put out. So coming full circle, not that you really care about that story in any way, shape, or form. Not that you care about it in any way, shape, or form, but the moral of that story, to bring it back full circle, is I don't care who you work with or what company you work for. If somebody that you know or somebody in your company has just been fired and is being investigated and has court dates for molesting children and you shut your mouth, put a mask on, and wait for your car to come and jump in that car and drive away, then you are just as guilty as the person who did the so-called molesting. You are a molester. You are a child rapist. You are a pedophile and you should be going to jail right along with these scumbags for your silence. The left always talks about silence is violence, right? Silence is violence. Well, what about the violence that was done to those poor children from those employees at CNN, but yet they're silent? You don't hear Anderson Pooper or Jeff Zucker or anybody else that works for that lame, ridiculous, failing, scumbag news reporting, the most trusted name in news, the most pedophilia name in news. The most molesting name in news. How about that? If you run away and you don't stand up and go, wow, you know what? I'm just a journalist here. I don't know what happened with that, but that's sick. And I will never associate myself with those those people again. That is how you answer that question. If you feel it was sick, wrong, or in any way illegal, what happened? That's how you answer that question. You don't jump into a car and run away. Because when you run away, you're guilty too. And everybody knows it. When you run like a coward, you're guilty too, and everybody knows it. Anderson Pooper, Wolf Blitzer. Unbelievable. I told Ben a few months ago, I said, if CNN called me today and offered me a million dollars to go work for them a year, I'd turn it down. He said, what about a Fox News offer? And I said, I'd turn it down. 
I don't want anything to do with these people. They're disgusting. Now, I don't know if you know, but last week, we're going to move from that story real quick. Just stay tuned for my, uh, stay tuned for my interview with, um, with James O'Keefe from Project Veritas on January 20th. Jeremy, did you hear about Vernon Jones? You mean stuff that he's done in the past or something that happened over this weekend? If it's something that happened over this weekend, no, I did not. No, I did not. Anyway, moving on. Um, last week, last Friday, Supreme Court Justice. Literally a Supreme Court Justice. Let me say it one more time for the people who are hard of hearing. The Supreme Court Justice lied from the bench while wearing her tent or her robe or whatever it is that fits her. You guys saw it last week, last Friday. Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor, appointed by Barack Hussein Obama himself, flat out lied last week during oral arguments. She made headlines all weekend long on every real news station anyway. Well, including Fox News. I wouldn't call them real anymore, but you get my point, right? She made headlines all weekend long And it only proves how badly partisan our Supreme Court really is. Now, over this weekend, Brett Baer, who I don't like either on Fox, pressured CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on the issue of Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor literally lying from the Supreme Court bench. Long story short, let's pull up what the the CDC director said about this very issue, about her lie. And if you don't know what her lie was, let me bring you back to that moment real quick. Sonia Sotomayor, who was was, uh, appointed by Barack Hussein Obama, who's just as every bit of a liberal, moron, scumbag, biased piece of trash as Barack Hussein Obama is, lied from the bench saying that 100,000 children were in hospitals and severely suffering from COVID-19, which was so far off that she couldn't have been wrong. She was lying, hoping that people would not have been listening to oral arguments. But you know what? This is a new world, Sonia Sotomayor. This is a new America. This is a new United States of America, and this is a new Republican Party, and we're not letting you get away with a damn thing and a damn lie anymore. We're going to call you out, and that's why you hate Real America's Voice News. That's why you hate Rumble. That's why you hate Getter. That's why you hate True Social. That's why you hate Telegram, because we're actually allowed to tell the truth. And Sonia Sotomayor did not think when she told this straight, bold-faced lie that it was going to make the rounds that, that it did. Anyway, this is Brett Bayer pressing um, Rochelle Walensky this weekend on that very issue. I don't like Brett Bayer at all. You, know, you just heard about the U.S. Supreme Court currently deciding the fate of the president's vaccine mandates. In the questioning, Justice Sonia Sotomayor made this statement. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. Lies. Now, we can find from Friday suggests there are fewer than 3,500 current pediatric hospitalizations from COVID-19. Is that true? 
Yeah, but, you know, here's what I can tell you about our pediatric hospitalizations now. First of all, the vast majority <laughs> the of question, children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their family members around them. Understood, but the we number's not 100,000. It's roughly 3,500 in hospitals now. It, Yes, there are, there are. And in fact, what I will say is, while pediatric hospitalizations are rising, they're still about 15-fold less than hospitalizations of our older age, age demographic. I saw somebody say, why does Jeremy not like Fox News? It's not, that I uh, it's not that I hate Fox News and everybody on it. I like Tucker. I think he did great. I think he's done great lately. I hate what Fox News did on election night. And since then, I've never had trust or faith in them ever again. Fox News was the first to call Arizona the very first to call Arizona with 1% of the vote in. And also Fox News has not covered at all the forensic audits until they're made to, until they're made to. And that includes Tucker and Sean. That includes Tucker or Sean, in my opinion. But what she just did there, he asked her a question. She could not, she would not answer. She goes, well, what I can say, and he, and right there, Brett Bayer should have stopped her and said, that wasn't the question, ma'am. Respectfully, that wasn't the question. Answer the question or don't come on the show. Which one is it? Answer the question or don't come on the show and spew your lies. I'll give it to CNN. At least they, at least they cut people off and don't let them say anything because they're saying they spew lies. Do the same thing here. Shut them off and say, nope, you're going to answer the question or you're not going to be on the show spewing your CDC bullcrap. That's what he should have said. However, he was tough. He's Fox News tough anyway. Not live from America tough, but he's Fox News tough. Not Dan Bongino tough, but he's Fox News tough. I know Dan's on Fox as well. But she ended up having to literally, you know, come clean. 3,500. Sonia Sotomayor, a sitting Supreme Court loser justice, said 100,000. She was off by 96,500 out of a possible 100,000. She almost had as much of a percentage as you have of living if you catch COVID with or without a vaccine. Unbelievable. But wait, there's more. Here is what she said when Brett Bayer asked her how many of the 800,000 people that have supposedly died from COVID actually died of COVID and not just with COVID. This was pretty interesting, too. Check this out. Do you know how many of the 836,000 deaths in the U.S. linked to COVID are from COVID or how many are with COVID, but they had other comorbidities? Do you have that breakdown? Um, yes, of course. With Omicron, we're following that very carefully. Our death registry, of course, um, takes a few weeks to and is, uh, takes a few weeks to collect. Um, and of course, Omicron has just been with us for a few weeks, but those data will be forthcoming. <laughs> Of course, of course, of course, everybody's so upset. Look, the CDC is in a panic mode. The FDA is in a panic mode. Pfizer's in a panic mode and the left is in a panic mode. Why? Because the documents that are ordered by the judge to come out, everybody's starting to change their tune real fast on COVID. And everybody is starting to admit what we real conservatives have been saying for the last year that got us banned on every social media site. So my question is, will you unban us? I wouldn't come back anyway. But will you unban Facebook? Will you unban the people that said the same thing that 
Rochelle Walensky and Tony the Ratface Fauci are saying right now, will you unban everybody? Will you have the courage, the integrity, the guts to do that? Or should we just continue to keep building our own infrastructure and putting up a proverbial middle finger at you every time we smile? Let's go with that one. I'll go with the second one. How about you? <laughs> I'll go with the second one. How about you? And now the real, I, I know I threw it before, but now the real dumb, dumb award of the day goes to <laughs> Rochelle Walensky from the CDC. And of course, we got that Smarty Award for Jim Jordan. Don't want to, don't want to, uh, I want to keep that from him. Uh, yes, I like Levin. I like Levin. I like Tucker. Yes, uh, Fox can fire them both. Fox can fire both uh, Levin and Tucker if they wanted to. Of course they can. All right. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, not only has Tony the Ratface Fauci and Wachelle Walensky been saying the same thing that we conservatives have been saying for the last four months, six months, 12 months, but every week, every single week here on Live from America, I am more and more vindicated pertaining to the reporting that I've done for the last four months on how the vaccinated people are the ones that are actually prolonging the pandemic and the ones that are getting the most sick. Now, here is Alex Berenson. If you don't know who Alex Berenson is, he's been in the medical field for a long time. He's an author. He's, he's reported on pandemics and many other viruses throughout time. But Alex Berenson was on Fox News this weekend confirming my reporting that I've been doing for the last four months. Remember when this started? Let's take you back to the beginning. Take you back to the beginning. I was reporting in Israel all of the number of people. Statistically, it was not possible for the people that were being hospitalized to be unvaccinated since the majority of the population was vaccinated. It just didn't make any sense. And it started being reported in Israel, not on mainstream news, but by me and others. Stu Peters, Steve Bannon. Peter Navarro, a few people like that. Not many of us, though. Not many of us because too many people are afraid and running for the hills. That is what's wrong with Fox News. They're afraid of getting sued and running for the hills. They're afraid of getting their YouTube channel shut down. That's, what's fr- That's why these larger guys are so afraid. We're not afraid. We're not afraid. Okay? So back then I was telling you it was Israel. And then it moved to Italy. And then from Italy it moved to the UK and Ireland. And while that was going on, the first case that I really broke was in Massachusetts where 80, I think it was 89 or 87, maybe it was 77, but it was a high number. A percentage of the people that were hospitalized there were completely vaccinated. Now, I'm not saying this to insult anybody who's been vaccinated. I'm just reporting the truth, and you can take it how you want to take it. But every week we're being vindicated more and more that I was right four months ago. I don't want to sit here and gloat and say I was right, everybody else was wrong. I just want to say that the reporting that we've done here is actually holds water. It actually holds water. We, we, we're doing the right reporting here, and I'm glad to finally see some vindication on that. But what I want to show you right now is what, um, is what Alex Berenson said on Fox News pertaining to this exact story that I'm talking about. Check this out. In highly vaccinated countries in Europe right now where we have really good data, vaccine efficacy has turned negative, meaning vaccinated people are more likely to catch Omicron about 10 weeks Uh, I shouldn't say 10 weeks, about 24 weeks out after full vaccination, meaning meaning for reasons we don't fully understand, um, it looks like the vaccines are not just not controlling infection or transmission, but actually accelerating infection and transmission in, in, in Omicron. In highly vaccinated countries in Europe 
right okay, now. That started we have over. Really good data. So that's what he just said. That was data that he's collecting. Data that other people in the uh, medical field are, are collecting all over the world, and it's saying that the people that are, the people that are vaccinated are the ones that are that are getting it and passing it faster, and are the ones that are uh, it's 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 uh, hurting more. I hate that. Believe me, I don't like that. That's not good news, but it's news. And it's news worth reporting. Matter of fact, a new study that just came out from 145 countries. This is a 145 country collaborative study that just came out shows a sharp increase of transmission and death after indoctrination of the COVID transmissions. After getting the jab, not before. And this only comes over time. You have to have time in order to do the proper research and studies. That is why vaccines take a minimum of, you know, you've heard three years, you've heard five years and seven years, but let's just split the difference. Let's say if it was 10 years, let's split the difference and say five. That's why you need a minimum of five years to do this kind of research, to understand exactly what is happening. You don't put people in, you don't make people be guinea pigs and then force them to be guinea pigs, force them to choose between livelihood and guinea pig. You don't do that. And for that, people should be rotting in prison for the rest of their lives. They should rot in prison for the rest of their lives. I want to show you, I want you to listen to actually new audio. This audio is released between a, a conversation between Tucson's KNST host Garrett Lewis and Kathleen Wynn. Now, Kathleen Wynn is actually running for Congress in Southern Arizona. This conversation between them was pretty, was, was, there's, there was a part that caught my ear that I wanted you guys to hear. And she's talking about how people are dying in hospitals, but they're not dying from what you think they're dying from. They're not dying from what you think they're dying from. Let's go ahead and play this audio so you can hear what she says here. Pretty incredible. Caught my ear when I was listening to it, and I said, oh, audience needs to hear that. Here we go. Does not have to do that, so that's great. There you go. That's that's fantastic. And then, by the way, point being also is that you're having a lot of people reach out to you now. Right. People are they're dying for fighters and they, they're like, this is what's going on in my hospital, my college. And they're contacting you for help. You're not even elected yet. <laughs> well, I, I do what I do and um, hopefully demonstrating how to be a leader and being a leader and taking charge and fighting back is what the people of Southern Arizona want. He Biden to change his covid policy and realize it's not going to go. go away. We've got to live with it. Zeke Emanuel is one of the doctors. Michael Olsterholm, another one. These are covid crazies. This was done on purpose. This doesn't go out without the White House saying, yeah, this is the soft sell, I believe, of telling the public it's going to be okay. We can live with this. We have ways to deal with it. And by the end of the month or at some point next month, the restrictions will be gone because it's the only thing Democrats can do to salvage the 2020 midterms. My, that's just my theory. Three things I think you need to know. Um, congressional candidate from down here in southern Arizona with some big news uh kathleen win kathleen happy new year merry christmas uh welcome back <laughs> what 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 district are you going to be representing now if you win uh now with the redistricting 
Well, CD2 is going to go to CD6. Um, it's not official yet, but we're almost there. They have final maps out. There's some, um, uh, the counties are now looking at the maps and, and we should have it by the 18th of this month. And then there'll be legal challenges, but CD6 will be the new Southern Arizona, uh, congressional district. And it's a great district. I'm super excited about who will be in that district. Five different counties. Okay. So it's, yeah. That, it's good, good, it, good. Good people. Well, but you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We need a, we need a, a good conservative MAGA person to uh, to win everywhere. So uh, that's awesome. So so you you know you announced your run for Congress. And we've had you on the show uh, several times, and uh, you know more and more people are, are getting to know you, and they're reaching out. As a matter of fact, I need to ask you. I, I had a message yesterday from a listener whose daughter um, is going to, I believe, U of A College of Nursing, and they're Sorry, trying to I force her to get a, a COVID early, shot. But we'll just let and it play he heard out. you talk about you helping out uh, Mesa Community. It was a Maricopa Community College. Nursing She's students to get right out of now. that with a lawsuit. So they, this dad wants to get the same thing. I'll talk to you after we're off the air uh, about making okay. that happen. Um, but Great. you're having there's, a lot of people. There's, pres- yeah. there's a there's precedent set, so there's a federal lawsuit that would say she does not have to do that. So wow. that's great. There you go. That's that's fantastic. And then you, the bottom line, point being also is that you're having a lot of people reach out to you now, right? People are they're dying I, for fighters, and they they're like, this is what's going on in my hospital, my college. And they're contacting you for help. You're not even elected yet. <laughs> well, I, I do what I do. And um, hopefully demonstrating how to be a leader and being a leader and taking charge and fighting back is what the people of Southern Arizona want. And so that's just what I do. Um, and I'm grateful that people listen to your show and, and, and are telling me what's going on in the community. Um, this thing that I'm about to share with you is, right is terrifying because uh, it's Sorry. in my district. And it's solvable by the politicians. So um, I can... I can tell you about what's happening if you want. Yeah, and, please do. And, and please do. Please. Go for it. So, so uh, Carondelet St. Joe's is uh, um, owned by Tenant Health System. They're a level one trauma center, and uh, they are out in the east side of Tucson. And uh, they have been losing nurses. I think they've lost 18 nurses in the last three weeks. Um, so they're at critical levels. So they should have, let's say, 12 nurses on a shift. They have three or four. Uh, they've had people dying in the halls. Um, wait, wait, they, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me let me slow right down right there. there. First off, so Tenet came out uh, about I don't know a month ago, maybe three weeks ago, and said that they have decided that their employees do not have to get the COVID shot to stay because I guess they were getting so short staffed. Um, yet they they're losing all kinds of of people left and right. They said that, but then they continued to bully their employees. So through that process, uh, they they have lost hundreds of nurses. Plus, wow. Uh, there, the other thing that Tenet doesn't tell you is they're. So she says, and, and I'm sorry, I apologize for going so far back. I thought I was in the right spot, but what she said is that there are people literally dying in the hallways. That's not her saying, oh, there's so many people dying. They're dying in the hallways, in the elevators. No, she was 100% right. There are people dying in the hallways of this medical, of this hospital because they don't have enough nurses to uh, nurses and doctors to see these people and to, and to help these people. And they're not dying of COVID. They're there for other reasons. But they're dying because of COVID, because COVID restrictions have fired hundreds of nurses and doctors. So you have to ask yourself, at what point does the American public say, okay, I've been had. 
at what point does the American public say, what is wrong here? You know, you got your Democratic cheerleaders that are going to cheer no matter what. We need to save lives. We need to save lives. Kill that baby in that womb. We need to save lives. We need to save lives. Turn away every single person who's not vaccinated and don't give them life-saving treatments. We need to save lives. We need to save lives. Well, I hope those Republicans do die if they don't take that, that uh, vaccine. At what point is the American public going to wake up and realize this isn't a political issue? This is a mad scientist, power-stricken, power-hungry group of people that are world leaders that want something to change. I don't care which way you want to skin that cat. These people have an agenda, and they want something to change. And if you're too stupid to see that, then nobody wants you along in their fight anyway. Now, remember when I told you Remember when I told you that the post office was actually holding ivermectin and they weren't releasing it? Do you want to know who told them to do that? Do you want to know who authorized and who literally instructed the post office not to, um, to uh, handle ivermectin or to get ivermectin from the shipper to the buyer? Comes find out, come to find out, folks, it's the FDA. It's the FDA, the Federal Drug or Food and Drug Administration. The FDA actually is the one who authorized this. Unbelievable. The drug dose does not appear to qualify for release. Post office holds woman's uh, shipment of ivermectin at the request of the FDA. Reporter received a letter from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration regarding a shipment containing ivermectin that she bought from a foreign country is being held by the post office. Here is the excerpt from the email. Quote, I read about this, but now have experienced it. I just want the word out of what they are doing. Every friend and family member that I have that has been, that was unvaccinated and has had COVID and used ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine along with zinc, vitamin C, and D did not have to be hospitalized. I am so angry that they are making it impossible to get. I have arthritis condition that I have been prescribed 400 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine daily, and I have been taking it for more than six months with no adverse side effects whatsoever the shipment contains one uh zaverto kit kit of zinc uh uh acetate tab acetate tabs tablets don't know what those are doxycycline uh, capsules ip and ivermectin um dispersible tablets and two covamectin 12 ivermectin tablets according to the letter the items mentioned above are subject to refusal of, administ- of admission into the United States because they do not appear to be compliant with the requirements of law as indicated below. And then the FDA put out a section 505, the article of subject refusal of admission pursuant to section 801A3, blah, blah, blah. It's ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. I don't care which way you want to say it came from, where you want to came, where it came from. It is ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Two amazing drugs that have been that have been cheap and, and and effective and available to Americans forever, but this is their attempt. This is the FDA's attempt in co, in in a collusion with Pfizer, so that Pfizer can rid the world and literally 
uh, make ivermectin disappear so that they can sell their new rebranded ivermectin, which is their COVID pill. That's why they're doing this. And they don't want people curing. They don't want people saving their lives. They don't say, they say you don't have the ability to be able to save your own life with, um, with uh, having conversation with your doctor and your doctor uh, prescribing and administering anything to you. You don't have that right. The only right you have is to shut your mouth and take this vaccine or buy the, or buy the pill that we just rebranded uh, from ivermectin. So it's true. The post office is holding ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. And the reason why they're holding this kind of stuff is because the FDA has instructed them to do so. Thank you, David Lee. God bless you. And thank you for all the rumble rants today, folks. I know I'm a little late. I'm going to wrap up here in a minute, but I appreciate all the extra donations, especially as the, bill gr- as the, uh, the bills grow here at Live from America. Now, I want to end the show with something really funny. Two things that are really funny. I think they're funny anyway. And number one is um, Geraldo Rivera actually eating COVID crow, ladies and gentlemen. Let's read his tweet first, and then we'll go to the video. He said, it got me. This is his tweet. It got me. Despite two shots of Moderna and a Pfizer booster, last Wednesday I tested positive for COVID. Symptoms minimal, mostly scratchy throat that disappeared in hours. Never even a fever or loss of taste. I'm isolating and mask wearing. Thankfully, neither wife nor daughter is positive. (laughs) Eating COVID crow. And actually, he even says... He's eating crow this morning. Check this out. Or this was uh, over the weekend. Uh, I am vaccinated to uh, two mm-hmm. Moderna shots, then boosted mm-hmm. with the Pfizer booster. Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I thought for sure that I was immune. I've mm-hmm. been very hard on the unvaccinated, as uh, data suggests. I eat some humble pie in that regard because I went to Key West, Florida with my family on vacation. And guess what? I came back with a scratchy throat. I insisted I didn't need a test because I was vaccinated and boosted. Uh, Then uh, uh, Erica, my wife, insisted. So a couple of days, by the time we finally got the appointment, I take the test. Erica is negative and I am positive. It was shocking uh, to me. It was uh, in in some ways uh, embarrassing. I didn't quite know how to respond to it. (laughs) Embarrassing. I didn't quite know how to respond to it. I can't believe it happened to me. Oh, really, Geraldo? We've been trying to tell you. Now, I don't know what those noises were during the video, those (laughs) snoring or fart noises. I don't know what that was. But that's Geraldo Rivera, ladies and gentlemen, eating humble pie, he says. I I call it eating COVID crow. That's what I call it. Because you know what? He had shouting matches with Dan Bongino. He had shouting matches with Jesse Waters. He had shouting matches with with Greg Gutfeld Gutfeld about um, about COVID-19 and about the vaccine, saying that he would not feel safe sitting next to somebody who wasn't vaccinated. I don't feel safe sitting next to somebody who's not vaccinated. They're going to pass it to me even though I'm vaccinated. Well, sounds like you got it anyway. (laughs) Now, I don't wish any harm on Geraldo or AOC or anybody else. I just think it's funny that the people that, um, the people that are constantly, you know, preaching about vaxes and masks and, and, and being vax, vax and max mask Nazis end up catching it. And then they're like, oh, but the FDA and Pfizer and the CDC told us we wouldn't get it. <laughs> I'm eating my, I'm eating COVID crow. Meanwhile, we're over here like, nobody cares. <laughs> okay. 
That wasn't the funny thing that I wanted to show you. That's funny. That is funny. But it wasn't the funniest thing that I wanted to show you today. No, 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 no. The funniest thing that I wanted to show you today was actually a reporter who was trying to lie on camera, but God had other ideas. (laughs) Again, a reporter who was trying to lie on camera, but I think God had other ideas. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. All right, you ready? It's one year since the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, when supporters of Donald Trump stormed this building, trying to prevent the election victory of Joe Biden from being certified. On the anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yep, you're right. Oh, God, Sam. Oh, God. (laughs) Hey, hey, hold on. Let's watch that again. Let's see that again, shall we? election victory of Joe Biden from being certified. On the anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, God, Sam. Hey, don't lie. Don't lie on camera about an insurrection. Don't come over here with your British accent. Lying to the American people? One year after the crazy and deadly insurrection of Donald Trump. (laughs) I wonder if she went back on air after that. (laughs) Anyway, folks. (laughs) That's a good laugh, right? Good laugh to end the show today, but before we do end the show, I want to highlight a business on the America Strong business page. Uh, we got a lot of people on there. We got almost 300, but this business, folks, is here it is, Freedom Flag and Pole LLC. Freedom Flag and Pole LLC, U.S.-made products. Let's go to their website real quick so you guys can see who they are and what they're all about. Got to highlight businesses here, folks. All boats rise together. Here we go. Freedom flag and pole. USA made products. The brightest and longest lasting outdoor flags. 100% made in the USA. There you go, folks. Featured categories and many other gifts. You want to check them out. You go to the uh, go to the America Strong Business tab on Jeremy Harrell. Dot com. You're going to want to check that out. You're going to want to see all the businesses there. It's important that we all shop together. It's important that we use our promo codes like mine, LFA on MyPillow.com. Massive overstock sales right now. I know I say this, guys, but if you want to save money, you want to help this show out, you don't just want to donate, then use the promo codes because a little portion of that money comes back to, uh, come back to us and keeps Mike Lindell in the fight. Big, big, huge. Uh, um sales right now on bedding and on uh, mattresses as well. But I also want to show you guys the brand new shirts that we have online here at jeremyharrell.com as well. We have them in men's and women uh, sizes. And here it is. These are your brand new hand over your heart t-shirts. We have black, maroon, and blue. We have them in men and women. Again, hand over your heart. Represent the United States of America everywhere you go. Put your hand over your heart. For this country. Well, folks, that's going to do it here for Live from America. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, 
And keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern, as always, for more Live from America recording for Real America's Voice News. Until then, I hope I see you all back tonight. Thank you for the Rumble Rants. The new address is in the uh, scrolling text at the bottom. However, all mail will be forwarded to the new studio. God bless you guys. Have a great day. And we'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock Eastern Time for more Live from America. See you later. Rebirth of America.